Welcome to Club Pro Chatter number 14. I think we're calling it now CPC. That's interesting. We're going to have to dig into that a little bit. Brought to you by the Minnesota Section PGA and the Section's charitable arm, PGA Reach. I'm Greg Snow, head pro at Olivia Golf Club, or along with my buddy, Scotty McDonald, head pro at Minnewaska Golf Club. Scott, good morning. How are you doing? Good, good. Good. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Red Racer. I did not take the Red Racer here today. Um, on its headstone, 315,000 miles, we are now driving the Black Beauty. Did you buy a new car? Nope. We're just taking the black uh, Honda Accord and turning it into the, the golf car. And we're starting at 186000 So you guys had three vehicles? Yes. You have two drivers. Yes. And you had three vehicles. Yeah, but one was the golf car. Okay. And we'll talk about why a golf car is important down the road here. All right, I, I guess. So Maggie, thank you for being here. She gets all this set up for us. We're here at the beautiful St. Cloud Country Club. We're here for Luther Tour Pro Series Luther Tour Championship. Luther Tour Championship, thank you. Uh, It's part of our Pro Series. It's like the third one of the Pro Series. Yes. And for those listening, many of you are here right now and will be listening to this later, but we got a beautiful day finally. It's going to be 63 degrees, Scott. That's why we asked for the later tea time. Yes. Sun will be shining. The ball will be going uh, further. Uh, It's going to be a little bit warmer um, and a little less breeze than yesterday at Troy Burn. Oh, boy, did we have some wind. All right, before we get into our apologies, Scotty, take it away. We built this city. (laughs) We We built built this city on rock and roll. I love that song. I do, too. I'm a big fan of... Did you hear it on your way in today? No, I didn't. I listened to old podcasts. We're going to have um, Don Barry on later. I listened to our last year's interview with Don, yeah. so we didn't double up on any material. And I also had to find a clip of something you said oh boy. in a podcast oh no. uh, earlier this year. You, are you playing it right now, or are I we going to do, a, no, we gonna do gonna apologies right first? I'm going to now because I think it's an apology that needs to be done. All right. It might have been like eight, ten years ago. Is Father Time catching up? I know Don listens to these, so I'm going to love it. Has Father Time caught up with Don? Well, he shot 67 at Burroughs. Is your answer no? My answer is always going to be no. I know. The guy is the biggest competitor I've ever seen. And he went to the senior open, and I talked to him after, and he said if if he could have putted, he would have made it. So, do you have an apology? Why would I apologize for that? To our guest being on. Well, that was a good take by you, but I have nothing to apologize for. I never said Father Time was catching up to Don. I asked the question, which is what good hosts of podcasts do. They ask the tough questions. I didn't agree with it. So, let me ask you Do you think Father Time is catching up to Don? Absolutely not. He must have heard that, man. He dominated everything this year. After that. We had all of our majors after that. Uh, State Open, he was right in the mix. I think top 10. Obviously, we'll get into section championship more. Uh, I think he was the high, he finished second at the tape mark, and he was the highest club professional at the golf champion. So just just dominated. Maybe he listened to this and, and got a little motivation. We'll have to ask him later. I, I doubt he did, but again, he, he got motivated somehow, and he played some golf this year at age 58. We're not afraid to say it, right? 58? I thought he was I, 57. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm looking at it. 
I think you're right. I'll get into there Pretty at some sure point. Pretty sure it's 57. Profile. I'm, I'm clicking on Don's profile. Why would they put our ages in here, by the way? Yep, 57. You're right. I know. I go in there, and I'm like, really? Yep. Yep, not bad. for. I mean, again, the guy doesn't hit it any different than he did when he was 44. No. Which is what I am, or 39. Is that you? I'm 38. <laughs> Man, you're young. All right, Scott. What do you got for apologies from the last time? I got, I got one. I, I, I just have to apologize to uh, the listeners. Uh, we just had a, a few too many inside jokes in the last episode. There was too episode. many. And, and I think part of it was because it was late in the day. We were all exhausted. We thought everything was funny. We had the boys up in the crow's nest. There was the marlin on the wall. It was just an interesting setting. Um, so I apologize for that. Well, that's a good apology because mine is similar. I, as I listened back, there was a lot of uh, chatter, more or less, and then some side laughing. And you're right. And that's, that just wasn't very professional of us. Now, that's probably more my speed. You know, you you typically a little more professional, but I kind of like that. But anyways, uh, that was not really what we wanted to uh, showcase. But nonetheless, we did have a, a good time up there, and we did get a lot of content in. And my apology, obviously, is that I didn't think we were going to get the tournament in. And we did. Uh, all of it the next day. And the day shaped out fine. And, yes, it was wet and the whole bit, but we played right through it, and uh, things things went okay. We didn't have any puddles to putt through. Thank goodness, like we did on day one, but uh, it, it worked out just fine. And I didn't play very good the second day, so I wished it was canceled. But you did. Yeah, you're moving on to Barton Creek. Yeah, it was. Um, and before we jump into to that, I just want to say that you know the section staff worked their tail off. It was a long couple of days, and there was there was definitely some criticism of the call of doing the restart. Um, but that forecast was not looking great. Uh, we didn't know we were going to get in day two. You definitely didn't think we were going to get right. in day two Correct. without weather. And I think we maybe had a sprinkle for maybe a minute or two during round two after we completed round one in the morning. So um, there's a lot of Monday morning quarterbacking of, of the call. And, you know, what I have to say to that is hats off to our staff and, and making that call and getting it in. We got all the the alternates figured out, and we made the best of a of a bad situation. Yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda was uh, very interesting. And yes, there was a playoff, which we'll get into a little bit uh, as we discuss some of these things moving forward. And maybe that's just where we should start, Scotty. Maybe we should run down. We've had uh, basically a run of majors here in late October, late August, and then late September. There was um, Tate Mark, uh, golf champions, and then obviously you're on the tour right now. And uh, Don Barry, who we will have on later, uh, he had a four-day down at Barton Creek and is flying in or flew in last night after playing his 18 holes and is now going to play in this thing today. And I, Maggie and I were chatting off air. I can't even believe that this guy would show up for this, but that's just how much he loves this this stuff and he loves competitive golf. And he was obviously at work this morning. I can't because he was telling us he was leaving work. How early do you think he got there? Probably like four? Yeah, he, he puts in his time. He yeah. Even if he is playing, he rarely takes a day off. Um, yeah, and, and he did, uh, I'm pretty sure we can talk to him, but I'm pretty sure he qualified for the senior PGA yesterday. Uh, it's got to be about four or five for him. That's a huge deal for him. He didn't get in last year. He was an alternate. He was literally the last. He was the first alternate to get in. 
and he didn't get in. It was at Oak Hill where he had played in a PGA championship. So he really wanted to get in. So he's bummed about that. So I guarantee you he's, he's thrilled to be back. Um, and it's at Barton Creek where he qualified, which is also where our um, professional the national, national championship, championship yep. is in April. So it'd be interesting to hear uh, his thoughts on the golf course and things like that. So, yeah, we're going to have to dive into that a little bit. I'm also going to ask him when's he going to quit his job and just start playing on tour of some sort. I'll ask him, Todd. I know you're afraid to ask those questions. I'll ask. I've never been afraid to ask tough questions. You like the softballs. You I, like throwing the make everybody feel good, make sure that everybody's cozy and comfortable. We're going to give him some hard hitters okay, because I, I'm hoping. maybe it will uh, – Take even, him off his edge a little bit because he is playing with me today. Yeah, even in your phone call, you're like, oh, Don, how are you doing today? Is, are you okay? Did you have some jet lag? I mean, come on. Let's go. We got to toughen these guys up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's just start right where we left off last time. We were at section championship. Yep. We had half, no, a quarter of day one in when we did the last Most podcast. Seven holes was in. So now let's move on to day two. And it was all usual suspects up there at the top. Yeah. Again, and you're included in that big guy. You're part of the usual suspects. But we did have new guy, Jesse Nelson. Yes. One of the local pros there. Obviously, works with Jack over at the Pines. And he was involved in a, I think it was a three-way playoff uh, for two spots. Yes. Is that correct. what it was? Eight guys going. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was even out watching, and I totally forgot. And hole one was just amazing what all happened. Jesse ended up three-putting uh, to, to move on to the next hole. Uh, Bargy, I think, had a, a tough par. He was in trouble the whole hole, but just made a good par. And I can't remember, was it Izzy with him? Or no, no, not Izzy. Who was Corey. the third? Corey Johnson. Yeah, and he made a tough par too, I think. Somehow he hit it over the green and chipped down. Izzy was riding next to me in another cart with his dogs. That's right. I could, he was out chasing too. So anyways, uh, top eight guys, if, if you didn't know, of course, it's Don who won because he wins everything right now. He shot five under. Uh, then Sorny, then Chili, who really benefited from the restart. Not afraid to say it. No, he was very happy about the restart. He'll be yes. the first to say because there's both ends of that, as yes. we mentioned. Again, yes. there's no right or wrong call there. It just was what it was. Uh, and then you you finished tied for second, Scotty. Mm -hmm. So that was good. I know a year ago you were trying to, you know, you were going after those putts and costing yourself some cash. And this year you just cozied into a second place. There. Well, definitely last year helped a lot coming down the stretch at the preserve. Uh, you didn't really know where everybody was at, but I could just tell that 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 final group of Sorny and Brent, um, I forget who else was in there, but I saw them at the turn and nobody had like the pep in their step. So I could kind of tell like, well, maybe they're not playing. Well, right. I had turned in, I think, two under. So Which is where you finished. Yeah. And the only one I didn't know about really was, you know, Chili. I think Chili was with them too. Uh, but Don, you know, and you never know with him. Right. I mean, you, you, can't, you, you, gotta, right. you can never count him out. So I got in. But you can't tell by his demeanor either. No, you can't. You'll never. So I get to number nine, which was my last hole. I started on the back, and I had about a 30-footer uh, for birdie. And I thought in my mind, I'm like, get to three, see what happens. And I just left it short and cozied it in there and made made par and ended at two under and sure enough two under was was second so and yes and, and i was gonna say and brent snyder your good friend he didn't have as good of a second day finished in fifth tied with izzy so all you guys are going to barton creek together and you're gonna take 
Bargy, right? Yep. Jesse and Corey all are going to go. Um, yeah, Bargy and Jesse are going to go. Not Cor- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Eddie is Eddie is first all. Ulti- okay, and who is it? Je- him and Jeff had a playoff, right? Yes, I guess Eddie beat Jeff in the playoff. But Jeff's also an alternate then. Jeff would be second alternate. All yes. right, and that's Jeff running. Yes. Again, we again, there's a lot of Jeffs, not Jeff Sorensen. Yes, Jeff running. Jeff Who's running. Why is that? Yes. Yep. And then past champion Mitch McIndance finished twelfth. Yeah. So he was pretty close to that. What was he? Two thousand sixteen. I think up at Bemidji he was the the champion there. Or Fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. Somewhere in there. So, if you want to have a hard question, you can ask Don how it felt losing the playoff to Mitch. Oh, right, right. That was so long ago, though. We can't address that. That's <laughs> that's like a statute of limitations are yeah. passed on but, those. So, there, you guys are going to Barton Creek. We're planning a pre-trip possibly to Barton Creek. I hope. Yeah, I, I, with our group great. that we 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 do this. What's called the NCO. Uh, we've been doing it for 16 years now, and it's a bunch of Brainerd guys. And uh, I get include. I got grandfathered in. You know, even after I moved. And we're talking about going to Barton Creek. Yeah. And you're kind of one of the spearhead leaders on this. So I'm going to see if you can pull it off. I, I'd love to go. And and I thank you guys for inviting me as as I'm not a brainer guy. But No, nope, you got pulled into the group. Somewhat north. I, you got pulled into the group and you found out last year how tough it is. Yes. yes. You know, when you triple bogeyed the playoff hole. You know. Uh, it was a double. Thank you for reminding well, I'm me. I'm pretty sure it was triple. Okay. Didn't Jesse win with a double? Knowing one with bogey. Okay, again, another inside deal. We got to stop with that. Yeah. All right. So that was the that was the and now this year different. The exemption into the 3M was not based on the CPC or the Club Professional Championship. We were basing it on Player of the Year. But here's the point we made before: it didn't matter. Yeah. The same guy is Don Barry doesn't even have to show up today. Yes. And he's going to win Player of the Year points, which I don't want to jump ahead. But uh, Don would have been into the 3M either way. Yes, and that's you and I kind of were proponents of the section champ winning the 3M, if maybe it would boost. I, I agree that the, the full body of work should represent, and it will represent the best player. Uh, but we also said that more times than not, the person that wins the player of the year is the person that also won the section championship because it's so heavily. Right. Winning. And we were under the idea that, hey, give more people a chance, had an opportunity for here. And then there were some arguments. Again, I can't even disagree that we want our best representation possible in there. Yep. So Don covers all that. Yes. You know, we're, we're pretty well represented in, and he's represented, represented. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Uh, and there's an apology. And uh, again, he's known that some of these tour guys, they know Don. Oh, yeah. Because Don's played in a lot of these things, I, dating back to Hazeltine. Yes. You know, he played in that. So uh, next up was Tape Mark, Scotty. Yes. You uh, played in that, right? Yeah, so Tape Mark uh, obviously got moved to the fall because uh, Southview, as a lot of courses did, as we talked in our earlier podcast, you know, had some issues. And uh, Southview, so we had it, uh, dates on that were uh, September 20th through the 22nd. And you know what? The golf course was awesome. Yeah. Great shape. Great shape. Uh, great move uh, to get the, the, the golf course was good and ready tournament. It was just like every other tape market is. The greens are slippery. You get above the hole, you're going to have some trouble. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was a great event. Um, we dodged weather. I, I mean, there was chance of weather. I mean, Vincent and I were talking Friday, and we're like, Saturday might be rained out. Sunday, there's a chance of rain. Dodged it completely. So uh, it, it was good. Uh, Ross Miller ended up repeating. Uh, played great. 
on uh, Sunday, eight under, finished at fourteen. Uh, who finishes second for the? I think the DB. Yeah, Don Barry. Uh, I'm pretty sure Don lost last year in a play uh, in a playoff to Ross Miller. So he's finished second two years in a row. Um, I bet he thought his 66 was pretty good. Because uh, they, they don't play together, right? They played with the Rams. No, you played with your team yeah. because there was no there was no cup this year because numbers were down a little bit. So you played with your team all weekend, uh, even on Sunday. So, yeah, you didn't. I mean, you could probably look on the live scoring, but Don has said before. Don doesn't that, carry his phone. No, he doesn't. Want probably to doesn't even have phone. it on him right now. No. But uh, then Robert Bell finished second, two back at 12 under. Pierce. Uh, Pierce kid. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think still playing mini tours, right? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Did he play for the Gophers too? Yeah, he played for the Gophers. Uh, and then uh, Sorensen, Snyder, Childs, uh, tops, rounding out the top six. Uh, so uh, our section guys. A nice T12 for you, Scotty, with a 76 opening round. Yeah, kind of a poor uh, start. Uh, those those Fridays uh, in these majors have, have not been my uh, my friend. But, yeah, played well on the weekend, 68-67. You just can't get out of the gate, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm like a, a Clydesdale, apparently, out of the gates. I'm very slow. But well, you're selling I... beer? <laughs> Is that what you... <laughs> I'm hauling it around. But, okay. But, no, it was, uh, I thought, uh, golf course... Uh, great. Uh, I had a, had a great group. I played with some guys from Parway who section sponsors. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we didn't play the greatest. Our team wasn't, uh, wasn't up there in the mix, but we had a great time, uh, on the team side. Um, I think, uh, Robert Bell's team and Andy Smith's team tied for first. They don't do like a playoff or a uh, tag team wrestling match to determine it. They are co-champions at 57 under for three days. It's pretty good shooting, huh, G? Yeah. Yeah. That's... 19 under a day. Yeah. That's what is it? Two out of four? Two out of four best. Net? Net. Yep. Yeah. That's about right. I would say, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. And unlike yesterday. Yeah. Have you ever seen a prom where 14 under wins? Two out of four, 14 under tied for first. At uh, Troy Byrne, that tells I've you, never seen it. No, no. I mean, typically it's twenty. Fourteen is a thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah. Twenty typically at the minimum, right? You've seen up to yeah. 22. I thought Troy Byrne would be twenty-three uh, because again, some people play really well on courses like that. Yeah. You know, other people just you know with the tight fairways. But I don't want to. I just was using it as comparison. Southview nineteen under again. You can get it going there because the, the distance isn't a factor. Yes. So if you're playing well and your team is a guy. High handicapper can make a few pars yeah. on the right holes, and then your your guys who are getting three or four bumps, you know, they can make some birdies because you can get home on those par fives. Oh yeah, I it's, mean, and, and those are the greens that aren't. I shouldn't say that the one over the water. What is it, number four? Yeah, that one is a crazy green, but you know, six. That, that's one of the the fairest greens out there, if you will. Yeah, so and, it doesn't get too crazy. And the greens rolled so, so true that, that yeah, right. if you get the pace down, you're, you're going to make putts. You get them online. So yeah, yeah it's. Uh, uh, it's a, a fun, fun event, event because, because, yeah, you can see some guys get it going because they make a birdie on a par five with a pop. There's a three. Right. Uh, and all the par fives are pretty reachable. Yeah, so. for some of these guys, I played with an am yesterday, you know, on number 12, that he had eight iron in on number 12. Yeah. So, again, the ams can hit it in some places. No, he chunked it in the water. But point being is that they can have some little clubs. 
If my buddy Brandon Turk is listening, sorry, my friend. Actually, I think it was I talked him into a seven iron, which is probably why he chunked it. I was like, I don't think eight can carry. All right, let's move on to the club champion. So it was back to back weekends, right? Golf champion, which is the which weekend. is hard. I hope that you still are employed. Uh, I I don't qualify for either. I don't tape mark. You basically just got to pay and get in, but I don't I don't have a chance to really play in either. I'm not good enough to play in champions. But it was at one of my favorite golf courses in the state, Edina Country Club, and yes. one of the best pros out there, Marty Lass. Uh, so, anyways, you, I can't help but chuckle because I'm I'm looking at the leaderboard page here, and you're nowhere to be found, and there's a reason for that, um, which I, I want to get to in a little bit. We'll get to your story, but uh, Trent Peterson from Valleywood uh, Amateur shot four under, which to me the score that was a little shocking. I, I thought that the scores would be, you know, 10, 10 11 under. Um, and I know those greens can be slick and there can be some tough ones, but the course is so fair and so playable. I was thinking that it would be higher, but it obviously was same for everybody because it four under, two under, two under, then one over was fourth place by Snyder. But there's Don Barry, T2 again. Yeah. yeah. So, so here we here we go. go. We, we t- And um, I'm pretty sure Don might have. He wasn't low professional at the state open. He's in the top ten. So look at it, he, he won the section championship, was finished second in the tape mark, finished tied for second in the golf champion. Okay, I'm going to scroll down here. We got Because you play in all these, because you're, you're a good player. Uh, Scott. Scott, first player to miss the cut. So you had 76 in day one, and uh, and something happened on your way down. Now, that was a Friday, right? You've already said you haven't gotten out of the gate very well on Fridays. And you and I were chatting for what a good hour on the phone or forty five minutes. Yeah. So. Uh, and so, what what happened out there, Scat? So I call you up on the way down because we chat quite a bit, and I said, "Gee, you just played Edina. Give me give, oh give right, me kind of right, your right, right, and, and walk me through because I played Edina, but not a ton. Um, and I will say this: the golf course was perfect condition. Greens were slick. It was a little cool, and the wind was blowing. Uh, I think Sunday they had a little bit of rain, too. So conditions were not ideal. That's why the scores are a little higher than you thought. And to be honest, I played with Trent Peterson day one, and he had it, I think he had it seven under through 13. Oh, no. And three bogeys coming in uh, to shoot four under. So he had it really going. Um so you were feeling like a sled, weren't well, you? Yeah, I was, and I was feeling like a sled because after I got yeah. on the phone with you, I pull in. Uh, it's it, it was my birthday on that Friday. I was I'm I'm ready to go. I get there to Edina 15 minutes before I open the trunk, and there's no golf clubs in my trunk. So we had- that is like one of my biggest fears, believe it or not, when I go to tournaments of are my clubs in my trunk but of course when you told me that story i have a phone said how is that possible so explain to us how that's possible and then tell us scott how you managed through it to shoot 76 four over yeah that's not bad so we have three cars typically the yeah red that's racer your first mistake car so, so i take, take that to all golf events red racers out of commission so we have two cars one can have all four car seats for the kids. Julie worked at 24 the day before. She had the car without the car seats. She gets home at 8 a.m. We swap cars. I forget to move my clubs from the Honda Pilot to the Honda Accord. Thank you, Luther Otto, for all of those Nice, cars. and that's who's sponsoring us today. Yes, and uh, 
I get in the car, I put my bag in there, didn't put it in the trunk, put it in the front seat. If I put it in the trunk, I realize my clubs aren't there. So I get to Edina, pop the trunk, and yeah. So then I Did you have a bad feeling before you popped no, the trunk? No, I had no bad feeling. I opened it. And literally, I called Julie and my wife and said, hey, my clubs are in the back of the pilot. She's like, I'm hopping in the car now with the kids. We had two other kids she was watching. They got in the car with her, too, and she brought my clubs down. But she wasn't going to get there till about nine holes in. So I walk in, Maggie and Vincent, and everybody's ready to sing me happy birthday. And I look at Vincent, and I say, come here. I got a rules question. And I said... Can what I push can my I tea time back? <laughs> I said, what's the story with clubs? Can I swap them in? When can I swap them? He goes, you can start with 14. But you don't have to start with 14, and you can add clubs later on. Okay. So then my wheels get going. So then I go into the golf shop at Edina. I say, what you got for rentals? They don't have tailor-made with who I'm on staff with, so i got to play some Callaways. Uh, I had to buy some golf balls. haven't done that in about 20 years. Got some tailor-mades from... Uh, uh, the shop there, and then uh, figured out, you know, luckily, thanks to Don, I see Don, and I said, do you have any tailor-made clubs in your trunk? And he kind of gave me this look like, why are you asking? And he, I go, I forgot my clubs. He goes, I think I got a spider put, putter in my car. I go, perfect. That's what I putt with, and it ended up being the exact same hosel pen. It was just a little bit shorter, so I put that in the bag. That saved me because those greens were slick. But, but then, then I had, had to figure out what clubs I was going to keep in or keep out because I could put mine in. Because at hole nine, you're thinking That's Julie will be there. Yeah. And I can put in some clubs. Six, seven clubs, maybe, or whatever. So I start with 10. I start with a driver. It was a tailor made driver, stiff shaft, not even close to what I swing. It was going high and right. Then I put a hybrid in the bag. I almost dribbled it off the 2T. I'm like, this thing's got to get out. And then I had wedges, the putter. I had a six iron. I had a seven iron, I had a nine iron, a pitching wedge, and then three wedge, 60, 56, and 50. So you left room for four, thinking what four would you want to add? I thought for sure driver, just based on hitting the driver on the range. And then I was like, my hybrids, which are old, and I just love them, and I can hit shots with them. So one of those, and then I was like, I got to put wedges in. Because I was feeling pretty good with the irons. They were doing okay. But I wasn't aiming at pins. I'm aiming middle of the greens. So I figured I'd put in 56 because the 60-degree lob wedge looks similar to my tailor-made. So I'm like, I don't, that'll work. And then uh, put a 56 and a 50 in. So they came eight green. And then, you know, I moved everything over to my bag because I was carrying a rental bag, which is bizarre, carrying a, a different bag to begin with. So I moved Because you walk. Yeah, yeah. So I moved everything over. And, and then, then proceed, proceed to double, double number nine. <laughs> no way! Yeah. I, what first, bunker did you hit it in? Uh, that short one, but I wasn't in it. I was in the top of it, and the pin was kind of back. I went over the green, which is not a good spot, and then chili whacked it around and, and made six. But, uh, I mean, part of it was just I was rushing to get all my clubs in, and then just, you know. So, honestly, I was three over with... 10 clubs, but going from then, I still only had 10 clubs because the ones that I 
replaced. I just, yeah, just I wasn't, didn't use. Yeah, yeah didn't, didn't use them. So, so you should have just put in your all the other ones, right? Yeah. Well. Um, or no, no, no. Yeah, I can't. No, now you did have fourteen, but yeah. you had double ups. Yeah. So you had the two drivers. I took out, I took right. out the ones I wasn't going to use. So I had. No more than 10. Clubs. Oh, so you took out the old driver. Yeah. Right? You yeah. took out the couple of the wedges, right? So I had 10, no more than 10 clubs. Did you switch putters? No, I stayed with, stayed the, with the short that, one. Yeah, and it worked out well. Did you ever give Don his putter back? I did. Okay. Um, I told him I gave him some good vibes with it because he's always very critical of his own yeah. putting. Yeah, his putting so bad, right? And well, right. You just ask him. I'm going to um, ask him. I'm going to drill him on it today. So. Uh, needless to say, that's right, Don. I got off the golf course, Greg, and and I was not very pleased with myself. Please tell me you cried. I did not cry. Come on, get I a little did, emotional. I did not cry. Uh, that's a tear up moment when you don't have your clubs. Well, you know, I told somebody. They're like, oh, that's a funny story. I go, it'd be funny if it was in a pro am. It, but, but not in a major. major. Right. This is a major. This is a big deal. You know, and, then, and that's a huge blunder by you. And then lo and behold, I missed the cut by one for the third straight year in the golf champions. Well, maybe you'll, I don't know where your game's going, but maybe you'll have a chance next year <laughs> to play in it. I don't know where it's headed, Scott. I mean, it's headed, it's headed in the right direction. Well, uh, and that's hard to recover from. You know, it's, it's okay. Well, good for you. So that kind of wraps up the, uh, um, you know, all the majors that we had. And I love that you get to play in those because you had some beautiful insight to those. Uh, we got our last kind of event with points today, although it sounds like none of it really matters. Uh, maybe there can be some jockey in between Sorens. I, I was looking at that, Maggie. Let's see if I can find it again here. There might be some jockey in there a little bit, but I don't know. Scotty, where does that stand when you guys have, uh, you know, club deals with your manufacturers? Does it matter where you finish in the points? Or is it kind of a win or don't win? Well, the, points it's, it's, race? the win definitely gets you bonus okay. money. But as far as like elite level tailor-made staff, I'm not sure about the other ones. It's important to be top five, top ten. Okay. So, so there it, is. It means something. Uh, I, Brent's locked in at two. Jeff can't catch him okay. because there's not enough points. Today, I think the most you get for winning is like 70. Um, Thomas Campbell's. On the points list, but cannot win because he's an associate. Not a class A, right? Uh, Eric Childs is fifth. I, I'm sixth. Uh, so Are you I, locked at six? Uh, well, I'm only seven points behind Chile. So so I you can, need to win today. Do you have your own clubs? I have my own clubs today, so I could possibly leap Chile. And I don't even know if Chile's playing today. Uh, but then uh, we go over on the assistant side. We definitely need to hit on that because assistance chapter player of the year, I think, is settled as well. Uh, Thomas Campbell. Is, well, they don't have any events left, do they? No, they have that six six six, and that's not. That's really no a, points. That's, I think that's a no point event. So Thomas Campbell, Chile is not playing today. So I have. Oh, Scotty gets another break. You are unbelievable. So uh, assistance championship. We should hit on that because that was a that's a major. That's a major, yeah, that's and, right. And, and in the club manufacturers, that's a big deal. Yes, let's too. go back to that. I, so I'm glad you said that. Thank that you. That was out at Stillwater Country Club. My buddy you know, Nick Hag. Nick Hag, former head pro at the preserve, correct? Which we t- t- alluded to we in did. the last one. Uh, and Brady Hansen plays out there, right? Brady Hansen's out and there, and Kevin, Kyle Kyle Full. Full. That's uh, right. So get this. We've, we've struggled with weather in almost all of our big events this year. Assistance Championship was a bluebird perfect day. 
the same day we had the grandstand. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was, it was perfect. It was like 80-some degrees. Uh, Thomas Campbell ended up winning, eight under. Matt Ritchie, who's now the assistant head coach at the University of Minnesota right. on the men's golf side. Uh, Derek Holmes, uh, who's probably played in the assistance championship three, four times. And then uh, our buddy... We have Bennett friends. Smead. Oh, yeah, the Smead. I think he just went off number one here. Smead went out there, uh, shot three under. So Smead's you know, a good player. Yeah, those are the four qualifiers for the assistance national He at one time called you excessive. Maybe, I know it leaves you speechless, doesn't it? Called, because truth hurts. Maybe he called a spade a spade. Right, the truth hurts a little bit. Um, so, so the congratulations how to did, all those guys. Hold on. How did he not call me excessive, yeah. but you excessive? Seriously. Because I'm out there singing on the golf course. You you rarely sing on the golf course because usually your head's in a Oof. towel, like, crying. Oof. But uh, I know. it's so, It's been bad. So Thomas Campbell. Uh, Ever since we started this podcast, it's been terrible golf for me. And this was supposed to help me with my pick, golf. Can you pick up something from Don? I've tried. Remember last year? Remember the interview with Snyder? Yeah. I was just so invigorated by that interview, and then I went out and shot like 84. I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. But And the day before, I played really well with you. Yeah. Other than that one hole. Yeah. But but other than that, I put So, again, I just – I have no – let's not talk about me. So, Thomas Campbell, congrats on yeah. Assistance Player of the Year. And then also – Former golfer. Former golfer. Got a lot of former golfers, it sounds like, in our group. Yeah. Did Rachie play for the golfers? Yes. yes. Cameron White yeah. played for the Gophers. Uh, one, one thing that we also need to hit on, another major, the match play championship finished up this, uh, this fall oh, yeah. at Shaska Town Course. Uh, guess who finished second, Greg? Uh, Scott McDonald? No. No, Brett Sider. No. Thomas Campbell? No. Don Barry? Yeah. Oh, God. I was going to get there. I thought Don won. So the semifinals were Bennett Smead versus Don Barry. Don Barry won. Okay. Brent Snyder and Thomas Campbell. Thomas Campbell won. Okay. And Thomas Campbell beat Don in extra holes. That's right. That's right. That was Eddie Dina. No, Chaska. Chaska, that's right. Okay. Wow, I am out of the loop here. Yeah, what has yeah. happened to me? Well, there's been this so is, many events. Think about the stuff that Don had to play. Mm. He had to do the match play. He had to go to Barton Creek. He's, you know, did he go to Aaron Hills? He did not go to Aaron Hills. Because he's going to go to a Blue Jack or something, he was right? At Barton Creek. And that's a tailor made event that a bunch of you guys went in. Then you had Minnesota Valley the day after. I mean, this is yes. just. And then Troy Burn yesterday. I mean, yeah. this is ridiculous for you guys. Yeah. And now we're here, and this this is so, pretty much so it. So tournament providers next year, we need more June events and less September-October events. Well, the tape mark will be back in June. Right. It's traditional date. But, but our first program isn't until Jack, really. Uh, it's the 12th, 13th, 14th next year, which I think is a week later. Oh, that's right. Yep. So there is definitely some gaps you know, that after Valley Days mid-May to, to Jack's event. Oh, I think the Jack's event. Yeah, Jack's event because the tape mark is the only one. Is there going to be a snowball? The snowball's in jeopardy. Snowball's in jeopardy. Yeah, but we're going to try. We're going to try. I hope you have an yeah. event. With Thank you, buddy. Coming. I know. We're, we'll do We'll do what we can to get down there. So an, enough fun on the turn. That's a lot of That's a lot of tournament stuff. All right, we only got a few minutes left, but I want to hit some hot topics in the world of golf, and people want to know our opinion, Scott. So let's start with number one that you and I kind of 
thought about. There's been some talk, some rumor out there that Tiger Woods will pick himself or could pick himself, not say will, but could pick himself as a captain's choice for the President's Cup. Just, again, whether, just give me your thoughts on that overall. Again, there's been some guys, I don't know if they're egging him on or what they're doing, but almost like it makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't he? It's Tiger. You know, all these things. What is your, what's Scott McDonald's thoughts on this? Well, you know, I'm a huge Tiger fan. Yeah, you love Tiger. I, I, I love Tiger. Right. I always have. But I think this would be the biggest blunder in team golf history if he does this because he he was he wasn't healthy down the stretch. He didn't have great form down the stretch. He didn't even qualify for the tour championship. Uh, he he played what four or five events after after the Masters. I mean, he didn't play ten events total all year. It it, it wasn't great after the Masters, and he, furthermore, his record isn't great in the team events. I would liken it to last year when they picked Phil Mickelson as a captain's pick, and we all were like, and I know you love Phil, but Phil did not play well. I, I can't even come close to disagreeing with that, that he didn't play well. Um, so I, I don't disagree with you there. I'm trying to formulate an opinion on this. And I, I really, I've liked where Tiger has gone here lately. I like some of the decisions he's made. And to me, the best decision would be, my time is done as a player. I am now going to lead this team this way. Yeah. I don't know if his ego will allow that. I think he could be talked into it. I'm wondering what Freddie Couples is. I think he's his number one assistant. Steve Stricker, they always seem to do whoever's the next Ryder Cup guy as an assistant on President's Cup. And then Zach Johnson, who has basically said, I'm done. I'm done with team events. He's more or less said that. So I would like to see Tiger do that. Um, I think it does open the door for him if he does pick it to say, let's bring Phil Mickelson on as a captain. I think it opens that door. So I'm intrigued by that because that makes no sense to me that Phil Mickelson isn't a part of this team somehow, some way. Yeah. At this point, nothing's can change. But again, what he's done is for the President's Cup is far outdone what Tiger's done for the President's Cup in my mind. Yeah. You know, that he's been in every one since the inauguration. So I'm still formulating a Tiger opinion on that. Um, but that's just where I stand. I don't even see Tiger on the points list, by the way. Yeah. That's how far down he Other is. Other than winning the Masters in the Tour Championship, it's, uh, I mean, there's, he, he was in the mix in the PGA two years ago, uh, the British Open, or the Open Championship when Molinari won. He, he finished second, I think. So he's been in the mix, but that was, that was over a year ago, and he hasn't played an event since, I mean, a lot of them haven't played events since the, the playoffs, but. He didn't even make it to the tour championship, so I think this is a chance. I think this is a chance for him to. Yeah, it, everybody would think. Well, he's he wants to play. He'll 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 pick himself and he'll play. And but I think you're totally right. If if maybe it will show us something about the new Tiger if mm -hmm. he says, "Hey, I'm going to be the captain. We're going to win. Right. And these guys are going to play their tails off for me, and we're gonna we're gonna win this thing." Uh, on foreign soil. Yeah, and Royal Melbourne was the site of the only butt kicking the the U.S. has ever taken, you know, in the President's Cup. Yeah. So again, we've got all these things in play that it, we need Tiger as captain to yes. be a captain and not to be out there uh, playing and going, hey, who's going to play in the afternoon? Or, you know, let's just go with what we've already talked about, even though, uh, let, let me just pick a guy here. 
uh, on the list, even though Webb Simpson has got the shanks. Yeah. You know, because that can happen with him. You know, we'll just keep playing him because we talk about that, you know, those type of things. So, I don't know. Can I just ask, how pivotal a role do you think the captain is? Do you think it makes a big difference? I do. I do. I think the difference between Furyk and Azinger was so big, you know, that that, that to me is at least a couple points. Huge difference. And people, you know, a lot of people don't like P.J. Fleck, right? Yeah. Because he's rah-rah, he's everything's awesome, people are great, get on board, roll the boat. Well, guess what? People, humans, all of it, you need some sort of rah-rah motivation. Some things inspire people. And you, that's, you, you just can't debate it. Jim Furyk is not inspiring. That was not something that you, and you could say, well, they don't need me to rah-rah and get them going. Well, that dead face, deadpan, ugh, ain't working for anybody when you need they look at all the energy the Europeans play with and you could say it's the crowd or whatever but it's more than that man it's these guys i think the captain role is two points i really do one way or the other which can be a four point swing yeah, when you're talking about it but what azinger did back uh, when it was at uh, that place in louisville kentucky Ball, what he did yeah. with that team that team when you go back and look at that team that was not a star studded cast there no. was no tiger i mean Kenny Perry, he was like 70. You know, uh, J.B. Holmes was wasn't Boo, Weekly on, Boo Weekly on that team. I mean, these are guys that aren't even on tour anymore, more or less, and we won with that unit. I gave Azinger a ton of credit for that, and I blame the PGA of America for picking Jim Furyk as a captain, knowing that his personality doesn't do it. It isn't it. It's why I think Phil Mickelson will be a great captain. He may or may not win, but I think people would love to play for that. Yeah. And I think he'd be inspiring and fun to play for. So, again, they're kind of waiting for him to twilight and sunset his career, you know, before going there. But we're there. Yeah. It's, it's we're sunsetting. I'll, I'll, I'll be interested because now we're less than a year away from the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. I, I'm still, we were at Aaron Hills last week and it was cold and rainy. And I, weather is going to, there's no way weather is not going to be an issue there. It's not going to be like it was at Hazeltine, 80 and perfect. We, we got lucky. That we week. got so lucky. Yeah. When so, you think about what's coming this weekend, yeah. I thought about that too. I'm like, man, that could have been terrible. Lake Michigan. Oh, right. The wind, the cold. Did you buy those extra tickets? I did not buy extra tickets. I didn't either this year. It's My thought is I if I go, I'll probably go for one full day. And, you know, get yeah. up early. Go right. over there and go for the full day and then head back. Well, we'll have to talk about going. Yeah. I think that's kind of my plan. Yeah, too. maybe we go on Sunday because that's the other issue with Whistling Straits. You've got this lake, and now you've got four matches, essentially each wave, condensed on three holes, and there's no place to really view. Right. It's All right. All right, Scotty, we have to drop it there. Teaser topic, though, for next podcast. Yes, yes. Rory McIlroy becoming, becoming a U.S. citizen. Just a teaser topic. We'll hit it later because I think that could go on for a long time. It's, it feels like Brett Favre to me, yeah. you know, kind of a little bit. But I think this is possibly becoming a reality, possibly becoming, think about that, a reality. And it, it's going to be interesting to see how people react to that. Because not David Faraday. Okay, hold your thoughts. Or do you want to say something real quick about it? Well, I don't even know. Because we're going to hit it hard at the next podcast. Okay, I don't even know what to think. This right. is is this is he seriously talking about? We're going to talk about it. Okay, we're going to talk about it. There's been I'm a Twitter nut, as you know, and so there's there's some things flying around on Twitter that made me stop the phone, 
hit the you know hit into it and read the article that they had about it so anyways we'll hit that down the road but i want to thank everybody for listening today uh we're doing the best we can we're, we're gonna again we're gonna segment don in uh, yeah. into this because again he's not here yet quick um fall meeting is that coming up that is october 28th, 28th day, day after, after the, the blizzard best ball but you can talk with don about that because we're going to pin him down to play yeah it's at interlocking uh a few board seats are up yeah you're up I, are you <laughs> were you do using this as a platform no i was just are you say, kidding me right just now reminding for the members and it, they have to give like equal time to uh so yeah, there's a few seats up if you want. The big thing I was going to say is you can now do proxy voting where you if you can't make it to the fall meeting, you go to the section website and you can vote online. Correct, Maggie? Oh, here she oh, she's comes. Coming she's in. coming she's in. Coming in. She Maggie, knows. give us some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. So we last year changed the Constitution. We voted and the, approved the Constitution changes. Um, so we are doing proxy voting this year. So John Tollette at the section office is our proxy voter, um, commissioner, I guess. I don't know what to call him. Uh, but if you email John, he will get you the proxy ballots for your, um, area. So if you're in the Northern or the Southern or the Metropolitan, um, we'll get you the ballot based on where you're at. Um, and then just another word about that, uh, registration's ongoing. You can register now online. Yes, you are. I saw that. Uh, you can register online on the Minnesota section website. It also, um, the registration link goes out in easy reads every week. So check for that on Thursdays. And, um, we're going to have Jeff Price, the CMO from, uh, PGA of America coming. He's our guest speaker. So that should be really intriguing. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. We got to bring her on more. I know. Did you hear all that? That was so awesome. She, she likes to talk about things she knows and she knows this. Well, we could do like Maggie with the news. You know, and Maggie will bring us the news. That was beautiful yes. right there. Can I, I quit? I want to quib on the news, though, Maggie. Uh, those out there with the proxy voting, don't use that. Come to the meeting. Well, all yes. right? I Fine. You can use it. But just get to the meeting. It's good to handshake, high five, give some hugs. You get five MSR points. I mean, yes, why not come? You need the points. People have heart attacks over the winter. You might just not see them again. I mean, this might be it, right? And you say, man, I should have come to that meeting and given that guy a hug. Well, I'm not naming names. I'm just saying that can happen. Yeah, I think it's, you and I love it because we love talking to people and seeing everybody. And we see a lot of people at the tournament circuit, but we we don't see everybody that. It's a different group at that. It is a different group. And I just think the proxy voting is, is very cool because. Who knows what the day might hold. It might be a bad weather day where someone from the Dakotas can't make it. They have an opportunity to do that. Um, and or, yeah, it's just you got nobody to work the shop that day. It could be a great day and you got to be open. So I think it's just a great alternative. And as a county commissioner, that's me. you would always want more people to vote. Correct. It's your civic duty. That's it's right. your duty as a member. If you want to be represented by the right individuals and you want to have your voice heard, this is your voice unless you want to run. If you can't make it, proxy vote. I'm just saying don't. Okay. I'm saying just get there. We want to fill that room at Interlocking. Yeah, we do. That's right. And i got to imagine there's going to be a pretty good spread, right? All right. I, I, tried to close, I tried to close this out earlier, and we went another five, six minutes. Anything else you two want to add before we... Close us out. All right. Great hey, show, Scotty. We got thanks. Maggie on the mic. I love it. And thanks for showing up on time today. That was beautiful. We appreciate that. That was another inside joke. 
And uh, we will get you all in episode 15 coming up. And remember, Rory McElroy, U.S. citizen. If you got feelers, tweet either of us. If you got stuff going on, we can take this information. We'll use it. Yeah. I, I want to research it. So, Scotty, thanks. Maggie, thanks. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Have a great day, everybody. All right, we're here with Don Barry. And just as truth and taxation, this is a cut in <laughs> from what we did earlier. But that's what technology does for us. So, Scott, I we talked earlier before Don gets here. He's going to have to go back and listen to this. Um, but you're going to throw out these little softball easy questions, and I'm going to hit him with the hard stuff. So I'll let you start. Well, I already right. brought up to him. Yeah, you had a full round of golf to yeah, talk to yeah. him about some stuff and maybe prep him. I mean, I, I don't know if he even wants to be around me after watching that. But uh, Should we I, start with what I said earlier? Because we can tell him right now. No, I brought it up out on the golf course. Yeah. So you said, eh, His father know. time caught up to you, I yeah. said, Don. I, it was a question. It wasn't. It wasn't. But I didn't agree with it. But it was a question, and Scott says no. And obviously this year you've proven that father time doesn't exist in your life. No, I don't know about that. I, I had a good year. I don't think it was you know, the best I've ever played by any stretch, but uh, my game's different than it used to be. I, I don't chip and putt quite as good. I feel like most days, especially the last half of the year, I hit the ball maybe a little better than I used to, um, today notwithstanding. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I, I just try to play and uh, try to keep getting better, and this year worked out. La you know, last year wasn't so good. This year was pretty good. What, you know, we last time we had John, we were at like 220 wins. Now it's got to be up to like 222. <laughs> no, you had like six this year, didn't you? I don't even know. To be but, uh, you know, and now we're up to, I think we're at 24 majors. Um, who knows about the seniors? Uh, there's those out there. And we're not counting those because father time is yes, not. Yes, 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 yes. But what keeps motivating you? What I mean, you get to the word, we're at the end of the year, and I'm 38 and I'm exhausted. You just were in Austin last night. You come out here and you beat me by five and make me look like a sled. But what motivates you? <laughs> that, is that supposed to be the song? You know, that was pretty good, actually. I'm pretty proud of him, Don. I thought that'd be coming from That's you. a good one right there. I want to hear this. Uh, what motivates me? I, I guess the thing that I want more than anything is to be known as one of the best club pros to ever play in Minnesota. I mean, that, that motivates me to, you know, to keep trying to win tournaments and, and do things that a lot of guys maybe haven't done. And uh, um, so I, you know, I look at George Shortridge every day at Edinburgh and I keep thinking I want to be known as, you know, as good as him or better. So that's my motivation. You're making it really hard for anybody in their 20s to look up and go, I don't think I could ever do that. I mean, we're past that, Scott. We have no chance. I don't, but yeah, you don't, no. I'm sorry. You don't have a chance, buddy, because Don's got another 15 years in him. Well, that's <laughs> you're, we were, and you're going, you're going to be going right through that. Yeah, we were talking out there. I was in the Indiana section before I came back and moved back to Minnesota, and there's a guy named Bill Shoemaker. He's got to be, got, he's got to be close to 70. And he looks 85. Yeah, he looks 85, <laughs> and he's been hitting hybrids forever, and he still can compete. I think he qualified for the National Club Pro last year. Um, so I said, Don, yeah, you got like 10 more, 12 more good years for sure. It, it's not Did like. Did he qualify? Or, he was a past champion, so I think he's always. But he would, have, he would have qualified oh, really? too. Yeah, yes. he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. so um, 
I mean, until health, do you see yourself competing as, as long as you can? Have you even uh, thought like, well, you know, when I get to 67, I'm just going to, because who do we have out here today at 70? Dick Johnson. Dick Johnson yeah. played. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I would ever play if I don't think I can do fairly well. I mean, I'm not going to come out here and play it and, and shoot 81 and just say, well, I, you know, I don't love golf. I love tournament golf, you know. Uh, so, You're Brooks Kepka. Well, yeah, yeah. I wish. But, uh, <laughs> Same um, mentality, though. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Is that what he says? Well, playing casual golf is just not a thing for him. Yeah. You know, he just, I, I don't see you saying, uh, hey, guys, let's go play a quick round. Well, you know? I, I do that in the winter with, with friends down in Arizona down and stuff. Yeah, I, I enjoy that a lot. But I, I, I don't, it's always because I have tournaments coming up. Sure. You know, if, if those went away totally. I don't know how much I'd play. Okay, so here's the real question that okay. I wanted to ask you, so be ready, all, all right? Because right. I want an honest answer here, Don. Okay. Why haven't you ever tried to chase a tour or go after oh, I did the senior tour? I mean, or senior tour or something like that. Is it, is it just, is it that hard of work to do? Or is it that, I don't want to say hard work, but is it that big of a grind that it's like, I can't see myself doing that? Because um, again, those the are regular tour that was my dream. I mean, I, I went to qualifying school probably ten years in a row. I made it to the finals once. I, I was telling Scott on the course I had a conditional card for I think it was the Nike tour at the time. The names changed so much. Yeah, uh, that happened to be the first year I got the head pro job at Edinburgh. So I was oh. really conflicted. I played three or four tournaments. Did okay. Yeah. I mean, I made all the cuts and, uh, but. Um, uh, the senior tour, I went to the qualifying once, and it's just so hard. Uh, you know, I got kids that are, you know, at the time were 10 and 7. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't want to use that as an excuse because if, I was, it's, it's if a, I was good enough. But that is an excuse. It's real. Yeah. It, you know, if I, I'm just, I was just always just a little, not quite good enough. That's so sad. I mean, think about that. We're talking to legendary here, yeah, and he's not quite so. good enough, Scott. Well, and, and by the way, these, these softballs that you're saying I threw, I asked them all this stuff out on the golf course today. Oh, you prepped them. Yeah. Other than the yeah. one motivates you. That was good. Yeah, no. Yeah, and that was good. I, I mean, what over the years, there's all these wins and uh, all these majors. What was for you the toughest defeat or loss over the years? Do you oh, have no one question. that sticks out? There's no out? question what that – I lost in a playoff in the state open to Andy Brink, and that was I still think about that to this day. Two of them actually, because I, I, I've lost. Uh, and then another time, I, I remember uh, the Bunker Hills was the hardest it's ever been, and I start the first day with 64. I don't miss a fairway or a green. I mean, it was like as good a round as I've ever played, and I, I believe. Dave Tentis ended up beating me. I shot 74 the last day, and I think I lost to him by one or two. And it was funny because a month or so later, I was sinking back at the tournament. I couldn't remember a shot from the 64, but I remembered every one of the 74. And I think it should be the opposite. Um, Why so, were you so disappointed in that? Was it, did you not play well in the playoff? Or? Well, in the playoff to Andy Brink? Yeah, yeah I, I should have beat him in the regulation. Then we get to the 10th hole. He chunks his second shot. I hit a nice second shot. I've got like 15 feet for birdie. He hits his third, like 40 feet away, makes it. I lip mine out. Then we go to the next hole, and he hits it, you know, five feet away and makes birdie. And it just—it it was just always 
probably the toughest defeat. Forty foot daggers are hard to swallow. Yeah, for par when you're an hour and a half as close right. for a birdie. I mean, I was you know I was thinking about what I was going to say already, and uh, um, so yeah, that was that was the toughest ever. Mm. I don't have any more hard questions. I just had the one. When you had one. Well, I've always thought about this. I'll just say this, Don. I'll be honest. I, I always thought about that. I'm like, this guy's so good. Why is he playing out here? You know, this honestly, and you're such a good guy that we love having you around, and that's perfect that you are. But I'm sitting there going, man, if I had that talent, I would love to go try to play golf somewhere. But that's why I've always kind of wanted to ask that. I kind of want to ask Sorny that, too. Why aren't you? But. I don't know the differences between that and this because we look up to you. See, Sorty's never hasn't done the qualifying. I, I mean, I did it a lot. I probably ten years in a row I went. So I was trying. Um, I was never like it had you know like it was the end of the world for me. And I think right. maybe you know if you if you have something to fall back on, maybe you're not going to play with the desperation. Ooh. You know, I always had. I've got a head pro job at Edinburgh, so I don't need to make, you know. Right. And I, I, I think you need to be a little more desperate to get out there. and Unless you just got unbelievable talent that you can't miss. But for the rest of us, it's, you know, how bad do you want it? And maybe maybe it, I didn't have, want it quite as much as hmm. I needed to. Uh, so, obviously, you just get back from Austin. You've now qualified for the senior PGA. I think you said, what, that's the sixth time now? Mm-hmm. So yep. you get Benton Harbor for that. Um, you're going to the National Club Pro, which is also down in Austin. Uh, maybe talk to the the members. You know, I kind of felt you out a little bit about the golf course. What's the golf course like down there for the PPC? Uh, well, very, we know that we're playing one of the two yeah, at least. Yeah, I played there three times in the tournament. It's very hilly. Uh, it's pretty good. It's got the Barton Creek kind of going through in front of a bunch of greens. Uh, so it, it's a kind of course that height helps because you got a lot of force carries over for second shots. Um, it, it's it's scenic. I wouldn't say it's super hard. I, I could see some pretty decent scores. Was it fast? It was, yeah, it was for this tournament. It was also 96 or 7 every day. Right. I, you know, in the spring, it might be a lot, whole lot different. Fast, huh? Yeah, it might be a whole lot different. I love playing off Bermuda. I think the fa- Bermuda fairways are just awesome. Um, the ball just seems to sit up high. The rough is hard. Um, so it, it's a, a lot of downhill shots. I mean, like from the tee shot, I, can, I can't think of any uphill, but there's a, probably six or seven that is significantly downhill. Okay. So it's a good golf course. It's a great city, too. How did you talk yourself into playing today? <laughs> I knew that we were going to do this. I had to show up. Okay, all right. This one, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Vinny, I was talking to Don about that on the putting green. I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, I signed up like a month ago, and I, I know it has player of the year points, and I thought I don't want to be in a situation where I lose player of the year because I, I didn't show up. So I signed up, and then – I don't really look at the standings, but somebody told me that I, I had it kind of wrapped up. So I, uh, but I still thought I got to show up. It's my last tournament of the year. What the this heck? is it. Yeah. Well, right. And he saw the pairing. Yeah. Let's be honest. I did yeah. say that too. You had the dream pairing. Yeah, and he, exactly. he did that little Don chuckle. I love playing with Jack. That little chuckle. Well, anytime I can play with Jack Morrow, I show up. <laughs> Yeah, those yeah, awesome. daggers. Not daggers. Not you. Oh, you have something you need to ask him because he said it was his last tournament, so I see it on there. you got to get it. This is the chance. Oh, for my lesson? No. 
Right there, baby. Come on. Oh, I'm I already talked back. to him about the and? Blizzard basketball. He's going to think about it. He uh, might okay. bring Wybert. Yeah. Um, there we go. And I did talk to him. You know, he's we. His short game is so good. We talked kind of those mid-range wedge shots, 60, 50, 40 yards, which I'm awful at. And then bunkers, he hit some great bunker shots today, and his chipping, he said that slipped a little bit. He chipped it in once and almost chipped it in like three other times. So I, I was joking that it isn't slipping. So we we got to set up a lesson maybe in That's Arizona or something. You love those lessons. Don, last time we had you on, you talked about how you run and all, and you tried to hit a bucket of balls. Has anything changed in this course of this year? Do no. you run the same amount and hit one bucket a day, or do you hit some sort of balls each day? Still, I try right? to, yeah. So, yeah. So some Nothing days it's changed. 20 balls. Some days it's, you know, 120, but okay. uh, usually not more than that. Are you still running? Um, yeah. Did you last time you said last year you said your wife said you should start stretching and doing yoga? Has that have you done that? Yeah, my number one goal this year was back injury free. Okay, so I've done a lot more things for for my you know back stretches so that I didn't because I've had some pretty significant injuries the last three four years so I didn't want that this year. So I've been pretty healthy. Yeah, so that's yeah a big thing for sure. Well, being healthy, look at his year. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Speaking of healthy, you're healthy now, and you shoot 74. Yeah, I had a good day out there today. I did. I had a good day. It was fun. I told Don, I told Scotty before, Don, I said, uh, I'm just trying to break 80 today. I'm struggling to break 80 right now. So then if it wasn't for the five birdies, who knows what would have happened out there. So it would have been really close now that I think about it. Well, well you can't say that. I mean, you know, you made the five. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. So. Yep. I'm. Hey, I'm super happy about this round. You can see I'm smiling. Yeah. Usually I'm like, I just want to go home. I'm smiling, Maggie. This has been good. After the round. Yeah. yeah. Scotty, anything else to add before we let Don go? He's got to get home. The dude has never been, he hasn't been home in what, six days? Yeah. And you didn't go to Aaron Hills with those guys either, I hear, for no, that TaylorMade no, deal. No. That would have really been, but you played Minnesota Valley, right? No. Or were you gone? He was, I was, he was gone. gone. Okay. Yeah. That's why you played so well there. Uh, or did you win it? But it's so high. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So Don, um, Don lets you slide up one spot. Jeez, <laughs> thanks. Uh, but no, all I got to say is congrats. Congrats, Don. Keep this it up. Awesome. Uh, you know, you motivate all of us to play harder and get through the winter. And I think it was Jack one year when he was facility promoter of the year. He's like talking about what they do in the winter at the Pines of Preserve, and it was him and Nate Erickson. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you think Don Berry's washing golf balls right now? <laughs> what is Don doing? <laughs> what is Don right doing? And every once in a while, I'm like, you think Don's cleaning out carts right now? You probably am, actually. <laughs> you probably are. Well, Don, thanks. Congratulations. Yeah, awesome thank you. year. And you enjoy the winter off. Or thanks. do you play in any tournaments over the winter? Maybe one, but it's very like, few, it's, right? Yeah, I thought I remember you saying that. It's not going to be a lot that. of stuff. Yeah. All right. Good luck. Thanks. Thank you.